0: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton, happy to be joined by Brant Freeman. Right now, ESPN Plus, Texas State Bobcats, Texas State Sportsnet, and uh, he's all over it. And Brant, thanks for, uh, thanks for hopping on with us today.
1: Yeah, Matt, Drake, Aaron, great to be talking to all of you guys here on uh, Game Week. We've all been wanting to say those two beautiful words for several mm-hmm. months now, and here we are.
0: Well, and uh, the the G.J. Kinney era starts. I mean, we had G.J. on just the other day and had a great uh, conversation with him, and that was fun. Brent, I'm curious, I mean, how much excitement is there around not only this first game, but just the program right now? I mean, everybody wanted it to turn the corner, under Spavital and and, uh, and and of course even before him, it didn't quite happen for a number of reasons. But the the Kenny hire, very very young, maybe the youngest in FC, you know, uh, in the in the nation. Uh, what is the what's the excitement level from the uh, the fans and everybody associated with this team?
1: It's high right now for sure. I mean, you know, you mentioned Coach Kenny. He's a young, offensive-minded coach. You know, which brings a lot of excitement. You think about what he did in his one year I at mean, Incarnate Ward the year prior. You know they led the country in scoring more than fifty points a game. You know defensively they got after it, led the nation in tackles for loss, top ten of the country in sacks and you know turnovers. So you think about the excitement in football, right? It's scoring, it's sacks, it's turnovers, and they did it all last year in Incarnate Ward and and uh, brought several of his coaches from that staff along with him here. Um, they really hit recruiting extremely well um it, it's amazing the roster turnover they've had. I think only Colorado had you know more uh first year transfers this year and um uh you know seventy two total new players fifty two of those in scholarship and you look at these guys and there's just a different look to this team it, it's big it's physical that it, you know they're fast um the style of play is an exciting one so you really, just ready to get this thing uh, off and running because, as you said, you know the fan base here has been chomping at the bit for a winner. You know, uh, they're hungry for it. The other sports here have been successful since the move to the Sun Belt. You know, a little more than ten years ago, with the exception of football, you know, they want to get to a bowl game. They want to play for championships, and many believe that GJ Kenny can be the guy to get them there.
2: Brent, TJ Finley, Auburn quarterback, Malik Hornsby, Arkansas quarterback, both of them now in San Marcos. Neither of them have been named the starting quarterback. Do you think that GJ Kenny has his guy in mind now on Wednesday, or is this truly still a toss-up?
1: I mean, I like to think that they know who they're gonna start, you know, as of this moment right now, but playing things very close to the to the vest and you know the battle between the two was, was really good and, and they both bring something different to the table. You know, Hornsby a lightning quick player, maybe the fastest player on the team uh, I believe the highest rated high school recruit that's ever come to San Marcus, albeit not directly from high school, as he transferred from Arkansas, you know, um, you look at Finley, I've never seen a quarterback look like that here, 6'7", 255. And he looks like, a, like an NFL-sized defensive end that can throw the ball. You know, rocket of an arm, maybe not quite the runner that Hornsby is, but certainly not immobile. Um, so he has a, a skill set to them. It wouldn't surprise me if you see both of them, you know, take snaps at some point on Saturday. The matter of who gets the first snap, that I don't know. But but do not be surprised if you see both players find the field at some point this weekend.
2: Brent, uh Deion Sanders got to Colorado and said, you guys can all go. I'm bringing my bags, and they are Louie. And G.J. Kenny brought some Louie bags. The one that I circles is Nash Jones from Incarnate Word, Six foot five, three 320 pounds, man, on the offensive line this is he the dude when you circle a guy and say all right it, it's it's new it's different this year does it start with the o-line
1: absolutely it does i mean you guys know this i mean you know you can have you know uh tremendous play a quarterback receivers and backs that you want but if you don't have the big five up front then you got nothing you know and i really think that's kind of been an issue for the lack of success in recent years it's just not having you know um depth or the right people up front of the offensive line, not enough of them anyway. And, you know, you bring in a guy like Nash Jones, who was an all American last year at the FCS level, and and three of his teammates. We we could see four UIW transfers start wow. you know this, this 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 weekend at Baylor. And, you know, not only those four from UIW, but two transfers in the old line from University of Oklahoma, one of them Bray Walker, who took the podium uh, for the weekly press conference on Tuesday, and that is one big human being, six seven three fifty. I mean, just um, just a load up there on the O line. Marcus Alexander, the other OU transfer. They have another guy from from Arizona State that transferred into the program. So I like the depth to have at of the offensive line, and you know, it, 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 if they do their job, uh, then the rest of this offense will take care of itself.
0: Brent Freeman joining us uh covers Texas state. Brent, who do you who do you think the Bobcats fear like in in terms of whether it be shaping his running backs as you've kind of been uh, looking at the roster and talking to people, uh who do they have that kind of healthy respect? Probably everybody, but who do you think is kind of like somebody that's really uh maybe kept the coaching staff up at night?
1: You know, you mentioned Shapin and I talked to Kenny about him specifically the other day because you know, Kenny's a, a quarterback guy. He played the position, you know, high school, college and pro. Um, they had great quarterback play last year at, at UIW. We talked about you know potential quarterbacks at Texas State. They have a lot of respect, you know, for Shapin and the plays that he can make and they really talked up the defense, maybe more than anything else, you know, because Dave Aranda's a defensive guy. You know, since he took over the program in Waco, they've really gotten after it defensively. So many great players have come through the program that are now in the NFL in the short amount of time that Aranda has been there. You know, and then there's some guys back defensively, you know, that have been playing at Baylor for the past couple of years. Uh he talked up the offensive line as well. Thinks so. that Eric Mateus does a really good job coaching them up, you know, and Dave Aranda's staff, Eric Mateus was was here at Texas State for one season, you know, before he went to BYU yeah. and then Baylor. So, I mean, there, there's a lot, you know, to, to be concerned with. You know, Baylor's a tremendous program under Dave Aranda, two years removed from a Big 12 title and Sugar Bowl championship, you know. And and um, so you know, there, there's concerns on both sides of the football. But I'll tell you this, the thing they're looking forward to the most is finally hitting somebody other than themselves. So they're looking forward to, you know, clashing helmets with uh, the green and gold opposed to the maroon and gold.
2: Brant, everything that you have said, everything Coach Kenny said on this show has pointed this toward a matchup that could be a lot closer than Baylor fans are predicting. Obviously, they went 12-2 and under Coach Kenny at Incarnate Word last year. I, I, do you feel you feel like this game, this, this hype is warranted that Texas State could truly give Baylor a run for its money in Waco on Saturday?
1: It's a great question, you know, guys. And the thing is, you know, with about with this team is that we we know nothing about them. Now you yeah. could say that about anybody going into week one, you know, especially with roster turnover being what it is these days in college football. But for this team, you know, it, I mean that that rings true maybe more so than others because of the complete overhaul with a complete completely new coaching staff. You know, there's not a quarterback on this roster that took a snap with the team a year ago. The offensive line is all new. You have a handful of new receivers, handful of new players up front defensively and in the back end, you know, defensively. And all we've seen is them go up against each other. I don't know what to expect necessarily. Now, the brand of football is great. The energy here is great. You know, how will these guys react when they when they, you know, walk into a stadium with forty five thousand plus in there, you know, and they never play with one another against an opponent. I think the first half is gonna be really telling. You know, if they can handle the pressure. Playing on that kind of stage against the kind of physical football, you know, Baylor wants to play on both sides. If they can withstand all that and be with, you know, and be in the game by halftime, that second half could be very interesting.
2: Rand, I'm not sure if we've mentioned the word defense here. Obviously, Coach Kenny threw 81 touchdown passes at Tulsa, and is an offensive guy. Now, defensively, what does Texas State have that Baylor should be scared of, or are we in for a shootout?
1: So, you know, defensively, they've changed uh, schemes. You know, the last few years under Jake Spavadol, his brother Zach, who was a defensive coordinator, three-man front. We ran a 3-4, 3-3-5. They've switched now to a 4-2-5 under Jonathan Padke. And this team defensively loves to fly around the field, very aggressive style. I mentioned that, you know, a year ago, everybody got caught up in those offensive numbers, some of which you just rattled off. You know, defensively, again, like they led the country last year in tackles for loss. They were, I think, fifth in sacks and like tenth in turnover sports. They they want to create havoc. You know, different looks for the opposing quarterback, kind of thing. Bringing blitzes from you know different players. You know, not just linebackers, but safeties and corners, and you know, uh, keep the opposing QB offensive coordinator guessing on where the pressure is coming from kind of thing so i think you could see some aggressive play and at times it'll pay off for a a tfl or maybe a turnover at times too you know if if the the offense finds a weak spot they're gonna get burned you know for a big play so you know i I think you could see fireworks you know uh either way for these two teams but you're gonna see this defense really get after it
0: all right keep your eye on there's a kenny on the baylor roster gj's uh brother and that's kind of interesting I think that what is it Landry Kenny Gary Joe Kenny the great Baylor Bear uh, will be in the house he's been listening to all these interviews he's excited about this game obviously he'll be pulling for the Bobcats even though he's a huge yeah. <laughs> Baylor Bear so lots of uh, lots of kind of family things going on and I guess G.J. will kind of have to keep a level head about it but that is kind of neat isn't it the the fact that his dad was a uh, tremendous linebacker at Baylor
1: yeah, you know, it's it's a small world, right, especially this world of college football kind of deal. And, you know, the way the the schedule worked out when Coach Kenny takes his job was lo and behold, you start the era in Waco. Your brother is now on the Baylor roster kind of thing. And, you know, it, it's great to see these football families, you know, kind of meet up on the field and those kind of connections being what they are. And I, what a great introduction for Coach Kenny and his program here at Texas State. Just can't wait for it.
2: So, Brant, buy or sell? G.J. Kenny is the first head coach to take Texas State to a bowl game, and can he do it in year one?
1: Buy on that for sure. You know, year one, um, only time will tell. I'll say this. You know, this team is going to compete at a high level. These first two games out of the gate are going to be, you know, very tough competitive games. Certainly Baylor in the week after against the UTSA team, which is well coached and well-established as a a very good group of five team. The first two conference games for them are on the road. So the the first half of the year, four of the six games are road games, you know, sandwiched around back-to-back home games, weeks three and four. So they're being thrown into the fire. If they show that they can withstand that, you know, win a road game or two, the back half of the schedule is much more home-friendly. You know, and you got to find that magic number of six, right? It's alluded to this program since 2014, getting the six, you know, but if they could find a way, again, doing three or four games in the first half of the season, then you might be thinking about December football for this program.
2: Rant, unfair question on the way here. And I know it's tough. It's always tough, especially with a brand new roster to predict. But when you see this thing playing out over four quarters, I'm not even going to ask you who comes out on top, but but how does it play out?
1: Uh, you know, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, a really well uh, played competitive football game. I think it's going to be, you know, a really tight, you know, at, at the half. And if you're Texas State, then if it is, if it's a one score game at halftime, can you can you keep it that way going into the fourth quarter? And if they do, then maybe this game could go either way. I, I think about the game a year ago, Baylor won forty two to seven. Texas State played so well between the 20-yard lines, but, you know, not so well when they got, you know, into Baylor territory. They they couldn't finish possessions. You know, if this team can do that, they can find themselves, you know, in the game come the second or third quarter, which I think they very well could and and should make for a very entertaining fourth quarter in Waco.
0: I sound like Brant wanted to predict a Bobcat win there, but he held off. He was That's close. Okay, Brant, you're was in close. You know it's okay. I'd like you to go ahead and take the step and do it. But uh, Brant, good to uh, good to visit with you. And uh, well, if you get to campus early, stop by and see our new bear cubs. All right, we got Indy and Bell. They're they're, okay. they're now uh, in the bear habitat, and uh, so that may be something you want to consider. Okay,
1: uh, absolutely wouldn't miss wouldn't miss that for the world.
0: All right. Uh, Thank you, Brant. We appreciate you. Good job and and really was uh, looking forward to visiting with you. Great information on the Bobcats.
1: Great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it anytime.
0: You bet. Brant Freeman, uh, the uh, Texas State broadcaster, ESPN Plus, joining us on the uh, Matt Mosley show. Drake Toll, Aaron Sexton. We're getting ready for Campus Confidential. Now, Drake yeah we we talked to GJ Kenny the other day you kind of thought he made you a little bit nervous I mean Brant gave us good information I don't I don't I don't feel nervous or anything I still feel like the Bears will be